Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. This is the State of California. Doug Sovereign is on vacation. Today, we are joined by Sonoma State political scientist, Dr. David McEwen. This week on the State of California here on KCBS, we are continuing to focus on California's Central Valley and the changes occurring there that affect the state's political scene. As we've noted, California's Central Valley is so often considered a battleground area where shifts in the overall political landscape tend to be the tipping point of changes in the Golden State. Yesterday, we were fortunate enough to talk to Democratic consultant and advisor Bob Mulholland, uh, while today we wanted to speak with someone on the other side of the aisle about the Central Valley. So, Professor McEwen, building on how we think of the Central Valley to set this all up, as we have examined all week, what are some of the issues to keep in mind for the two major political parties as we look at the bigger picture here? Well, good afternoon, Brett and Patty. And as we look at that bigger picture, we see California party registration figures that continue to show Almost half of all registered voters in the state are Democrats, and Republicans holding about a quarter of the state's voters, and those growing no-party preference voters, those independents, if you will, make up a little more than one in five voters. But California, while it's a state that's been dominated by Democrats, Republicans do have inroads in certain areas. They've sometimes struggled in the top two system, but there are important differences in the state. And one of those areas where Republicans have made inroads and played a role has been in the Central Valley. So today we wanted to get the Republican perspective about what's happening in the Central Valley, but also throughout California as well. We're going to talk more about this. We're going to bring on our guest on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline, Corinne Rankin, Vice Chair of the California Republican Party. Thank you so much for joining us today. In your view as leader in the Republican Party in the state, how is the environment changing in the Central Valley and why does it matter for California politics? Well, thank you for having me. Um, I, I was formerly the regional vice chair for the Central Valley. I live in the Central Valley, so it's, it's very near and dear to my heart. And, you know, the Central Valley remains a, a critical region for the California Republican Party's uh, election ac- efforts um, by prioritizing our quality candidates who can speak to specific issues that impact local communities and by building top-tier ground games just across the region. Republicans, in the last cycle, we, have, we were able to compete and win in you know, the, what we refer to as the Purple Central Valley, and even in some blue districts here in the Central Valley. And it really speaks to the, the quality of candidates uh, that we are uh, run in, in, in this district here. One, I'm, I'm originally from the Bay Area, and one of the things that I noticed most about the Central Valley is, is the people. It, it really is truly a purple region, and, and it's not uncommon for people in the Central Valley to split their ballot. And what I mean by that is they'll vote for, you know, four Republicans and one Democrat because that's who they like. So it's, it, it really just goes back to old-fashioned politics here. There's not a lot of partisanship that we see here in the Central Valley. So, again, running quality candidates, uh, we're able to flip seats. We, 
We flipped uh, Congressman David Valadeo's seat in uh, the southern part of the district in 2020. After redistricting, uh, it was it's even a, a more heavy Democrat district, and we were able to win re-election, re-election in that area, and that's simply because he's doing a great job, and the people like him. They like the representation that he's offering. Um, towards the northern end of the valley, uh, we were able to uh, flip a blue district with Congressman John Duarte. And it's important to note that in both of these districts in 2020, uh, Joe Biden won those districts. So this is what I'm, I mean by it's not uncommon for people to vote for a Democrat and then turn around to, and vote for a Republican uh, on the same ballot or a ballot every couple of years. So it, the Central Valley is really a critical place for, for Republicans. And, and even though a lot of areas can be more heavily Democrat, it doesn't mean Republicans can't win because in the Central Valley, um, the policies are how people vote. And Republicans, we usually win on the policies here in the Valley. Corin, uh, thank you again for joining us. And if we look at the, at the Central Valley and we look at kind of how issues play there, what, what do you seems to matter more in this area? Is it our pocketbook issues driving uh, wins or is it social issues? Is it both? Uh, I would say it, it's pocketbook, pocketbook issues. Um, in the southern end of the valley, uh, the gas prices are such a, have such a huge impact on the lives of everyday people who work. I mean, I've heard time and time again that people have to make decisions whether they're going to, you know, spend gas to get to work or spend it on lunch or spend it for a meal for their children and they're they're ride sharing with other people just to save you know money on gas. So, you know, farming is another huge issue. So that's another way where we have you know Congressman uh, David Valadeo who is a farmer, Congressman John Duarte who is a farmer as well. Uh, these are issues that are important to Central Valley residents. And and I would say again, it's the pocketbook issues. You know, you, you mentioned that voters in the Central Valley tend to split uh, the ballot. And Dr. McEwen brought up a good point that there is a growing number of no party preference voters. Mm-hmm. I want to do you have any hard numbers on how those no party preference voters tend to vote one way or another? Or is it still I, split? I, I think it's still it's still split. I don't have any hard numbers to share with you today. Uh, but what I have seen happen is it's a split. I know that you know, raising a price on gas or raising the price on fuel or or something like that will really have a significant impact. And crime as well. I've seen Democrats uh, take out Republicans here in the Valley when they're tougher on crime or uh, Democrats, you know, doing better because they're saying that we're not going to raise your gas tax and we're not going to add taxes. So it's it's really an issue-based region. Well, Corinne, as you, as you take a look at this and how Republicans are approaching the valley differently uh, in, than perhaps other areas of the state, are there uh, issues uh, around certain races that you will target as well for 2024, or uh, will it still be remain those pocketbook issues or other issues around farming and ag? Well, it's going to remain the same issues around the pocketbook issues. Definitely, we're going to continue to um, center our conversation around farming and ag because it's such a huge uh, factor here in the Valley. And, you know, raising prices, raising taxes. You know, Josh Harder, who ran in Congressional 9, he attacked his opponent saying that his opponent raised the gas tax. 
but he just voted to against lowering uh, the the cost of um, energy. So that's going to come back to bite him. And, and Congressional District 9 is one of the districts that, yes, we will be targeting in 2024. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Our guest today has been Corin Rankin, vice chair of the California Republican Party. Also, a big thank you to Dr. David McEwen from Sanos, excuse me, Sonoma State University. You can hear the State of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m., also available at kcbsradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.